Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. This is Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Monday, the 19th of December or the 25th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. Today is also the first day of Hanukkah. And today in history, the Maccabees liberate the temple. From the first book of Maccabees, chapter 4, quote, The 25th day of the ninth month, which is the month of Kislev, at the very season and on the very day that the Gentiles had profaned it, it was dedicated with songs and harps and lutes and cymbals. Also, Messiah is at the temple during Hanukkah, possible date, John 10:22. quote, At that time, the feast of the dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Yeshua was walking in the temple in the portico of Shlomo. This week we are in a parasha called Miketz, which means at the end. And the scripture reading from the Torah is Genesis, or Barashit, chapter 41, verses 15 through 38. Before we start reading the scriptures, let us bless and thank the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Paro said to Yosef, I have dreamed a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Yosef answered Paro, saying, it is not in me. God will give Paro <coughs> excuse me, an answer of peace. Then Paro spoke to Yosef. In my dream, behold, I stood on the brink of the Nile, and behold, there came up out of the Nile seven cattle, fat and sleek. They fed in the marsh grass, and behold, seven other cattle came up after them, poor and very ugly and thin such as I never saw in all the land of Mitzrayim for ugliness. The thin and ugly cattle ate up the first seven fat cattle, and when they had eaten them up, it could not be known that they had eaten them, but they were still ugly at, as at the beginning. So I awoke. I saw in my dream, and behold, seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, full and good. And behold, seven heads of grain, withered, thin, and blasted with the east wind, sprang up after them. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads of grain. I told it to the magicians, but there was no one who could explain it to me. Yosef said to Parot, The dream of Parot is one. What God is about to do, he has declared to Paro. The seven good cattle are seven years, and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. The dream is one. 
The seven thin and ugly cattle that came up after them are seven years, and also the seven empty heads of grain blasted with the east wind. They will be seven years of famine. That is the thing which I have spoken to Parol. God has shown Parol what he is about to do. Behold, seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Mitzrayim are coming. Seven years of famine will arise after them, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Mitzrayim. The famine will consume the land, and the plenty will not be known in the land by reason of that famine which follows, for it will be very grievous. The dream was doubled to Parol, because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. Now therefore let Parol look for a discreet and wise man, and set him over the land of Mitzrayim. Let Parol do this, and let him appoint overseers over the land, and take up the fifth part of the land of Mitzrayim's produce in the seven plenteous years. Let them gather all the food of these good years that come, and store grain under the hand of Parol for food in the cities, and let them keep it. The food will be to supply the land against the seven years of famine, which will be in the land of Mitzrayim, so that the land will not perish through the famine. The thing was good in the eyes of Parol and in the eyes of all his servants. And Parol said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? That was Genesis 41, 15 through 38. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and we will read 1 Samuel chapters 28 and 29. And it came to pass in those days that the Philistines gathered their armies together for warfare to fight with Israel. Achish said to David, Know assuredly that you will go out with me in the army, you and your men. David said to Achish, Therefore you will know what your servant can do. Achish said to David, Therefore I will make you my bodyguard forever. Now Shmuel was dead, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in Ramah, even in his own city. Shaul had sent away those who had familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. So the Philistines gathered themselves together and came and camped in Shunem, and Shaul gathered all Israel together, and they camped in Gilboa. When Shaul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. When Shaul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him by dreams, by Urim, or by prophets. Then Shaul said to his servants, Seek for me a woman who has a familiar spirit, that I may go to her and inquire of her. His servant said to him, Behold, there is a woman who has a familiar spirit at Endor. So Shaul disguised himself and put on other clothing, and went, he and two men with him, and they came to the woman by night. 
Then he said, Please consult for me by the familiar spirit, and bring me up whomever I shall name to you. The woman said to him, Behold, you know what Shaul has done, how he has cut off those who have familiar spirits, and the wizards, out of the land. Why then do you lay a snare for my life, to cause me to die? Shaul swore to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment will happen to you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up to you? And he said, Bring Shmuel up for me. When the woman saw Shmuel, she cried with a loud voice, and the woman spoke to Shaul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Shaul. And the king said to her, Do not be afraid. What do you see? The woman said to Shaul, I saw a godlike man ascending out of the earth. Then he said to her, What is his form? And she said, An old man comes up, and he is covered with a robe. And Shaul perceived that it was Shmuel, and he bowed his face to the ground and showed respect. Then Shmuel said to Shaul, Why have you disturbed me to bring me up? Shaul answered, I am very distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me and answers me no more by prophets or by dreams. Therefore I have called you, that you may make known to me what I shall do. Shmuel said, Why then do you ask me, since the Lord has departed from you and has become your adversary? The Lord has done to you as he spoke by me. The Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor, to David because you did not obey the voice of the Lord and did not execute his fierce wrath on Amalek. Therefore the Lord has done this thing to you today. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with you into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will deliver the army of Israel also into the hand of the Philistines. Then Shaul quickly fell full length on the ground and was terrified because of Shmuel's words. There was no strength in him, for he had eaten no bread all day night long and all night long. And the woman came to Shaul and saw that he was very troubled and said to him, Behold, your servant has listened to your voice, and I have put my life in my hand and have listened to your words, which you spoke to me. Now therefore, please listen also to the voice of your servant, and let me set a morsel of bread before you. Eat that you may have strength when you go on your way. But he refused and said, I will not eat. But his servants, together with the woman, constrained him, and he listened to their voice. So he arose from the earth and sat on the bed. The woman had a fattened calf in the house, and she hurried and killed it, and she took flour and kneaded it and baked matzah of it. And she brought it before Shaul and before his servants, and they ate. 
Then they rose up and went away that night. Now the Philistines gathered together all their armies to Aphek, and the Israelites camped by the spring which is in Jezreel. And the lords of the Philistines passed on by hundreds and by thousands, and David and his men passed on in the rear with Achish. Then the princes of the Philistines said, What about these Hebrews? Achish said to the princes of the Philistines, Is this not David, the servant of Shaul, the king of Israel, who has been with me these days, or rather these years? I have found no fault in him since he fell away until today. But the princes of the Philistines were angry with him, and the princes of the Philistines said to him, Make the man return, that he may go back in his, to his place where you have appointed for him, and let him not go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he become an adversary to us. For with what should this fellow reconcile himself to his lord? Should it not be with the heads of these men? Is this not David, of whom people sang to one another in dances, saying, Shaul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Then Achish called David and said to him, As the Lord lives, you have been upright, and your going out and your coming in with me in the army is good in my sight. For I have not found evil in you since the day of your coming to me to this day. Nevertheless, the lords do not favor you. Therefore now return and go in peace, that you not displease the lords of the Philistines. David said to Achish, But what have I done? What have you found in your servant so long as I have been before you to this day, that I may not go and fight against the enemies of my lord the king? Achish answered David, I know that you are good in my sight, as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the princes of the Philistines have said, He shall not go up with us to the battle. Therefore now, rise up early in the morning with the servants of your Lord, who have come with you, and as soon as you are up early in the morning and have light, depart. So David rose up early, he and his men, to depart in the morning, to return into the land of the Philistines. And the Philistines went up to Jezreel. That was First Samuel or Shmuel chapters 28 and 29. Now we have our portion from the writings. And we are in the book of Psalms and we will read Psalm 73 today. A Psalm by Asaph Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone, my steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the arrogant, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no struggles in their death, but their strength is firm. They are free from burdens of men, 
neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride is like a chain around their neck. Violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes bulge with fat. Their minds pass the limits of conceit. They scoff and speak with malice. In arrogance, they threaten oppression. They have set their mouth in the heavens. Their tongue walks through the earth. Therefore their people return to them, and they drink up waters of abundance. They say, How does God know? Is there knowledge in Elion? Behold, these are the wicked, being always at ease. They increase in riches. Surely I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been plagued and punished every morning. If I had said, I will speak thus, behold, I would have portrayed, betrayed the generation of your children. When I tried to understand this, it was too painful for me, until I entered the sanctuary of God and considered their latter end. Surely you set them in slippery places, you throw them down to destruction. How they are suddenly destroyed! They are completely swept away with terrors. As a dream when one wakes up, so, Lord, when you awake, you will despise their fantasies. For my soul was grieved, I was embittered in my heart, I was foolish and ignorant, I was like a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you, you have held my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom do I have in heaven? There is no one on earth whom I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fails, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far away from you shall perish. You have destroyed all those who are unfaithful to you. But it is good for me to come close to God. I have made the Lord, the Lord my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. That was Psalm or Tehilim 73. And now we have arrived at our final portion, the Apostolic Writings, and we will read from Luke chapter 1, verse 39 through verse 80. Now Miriam arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Yehuda, and entered into the house of Zechariah and greeted Elisheva. And it happened when Elisheva heard Miriam's greeting that the baby leaped in her womb, and Elisheva was filled with the Ruach HaKodesh. And she called out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? For behold, when the voice of your greeting came into my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of the things which have been spoken to her from the Lord.
And Miriam said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has looked at the humble state of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for generations of generations and those who fear him. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down princes from their thrones and has exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has sent the rich away empty. He has given help to Israel, his servant, that he might remember mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his offspring forever. And Miriam stayed with her about three months and returned to her house. Now the time that Elisheva should give birth was fulfilled, and she gave birth to a son. And her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had magnified his mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him Zechariah after the name of his father. And his mother answered, Not so, but he will be called Yohanan. And they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. And they made signs to his father what he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is Yohanan. And they all marveled. And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue freed, and he spoke, blessing God. And fear came on all who lived around them, and all these sayings were talked about throughout all the hill country of Yehuda. And all who heard them laid them up in their heart, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was on him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been from old, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy toward our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to Abraham, our father, to grant to us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies should serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called a prophet of Elion, for you will go before the Lord, before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the dawn from on high will visit us, to shine on those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of shalom. 
And the child was growing and became strong in spirit and was in the desert until the day of his public appearance to Israel. That was Luke one thirty nine through 80. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 through verse 28. So this has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you all a happy Hanukkah. Hag Hanukkah Sameach. And um, also I would like to say that um, because the Hanukkah feast or the Hanukkah celebration is about the Maccabees when they delivered Israel and rededicated the temple, this whole story is recorded in the book of the Maccabees, or the books of the Maccabees, rather. And we have our uh, husbands have recorded these, uh, the first book of Maccabees for you separately that you could listen to with your family during this, this celebration this week. And uh, we will post that at the same time as this so you can find it. And it will be two chapters every day. So for tonight, for the first day of Hanukkah, it will be our son, John. He will read the first book of Maccabees, chapters 1 and 2. Hope you enjoy that. And for now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.